Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, a Saskatchewan farmer from Assiniboia talks from Algeria about this week's Durham trade mission to North Africa and Italy. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Mainly sunny, wind west 30 gusting to 50, the high plus 1, the low minus 9. Wind chill minus 7 in the evening and minus 16 overnight. Tomorrow, sunny skies, wind southwest 20, gusting to 40. The high Friday, plus 2, the low minus 1. Saturday, sunny with a high of plus 5 and windy, the low minus 8. Sunday, sunny with a high minus 6, the low minus 10. Monday, sunny with a high of 0, the low minus 4. Tuesday, sunny skies, the high plus 3, the low minus 3. Wednesday, sunny and the high forecast of plus 2. Normal high for this time of year is minus 8. The normal low, minus 20. The sun rose at 8.51 this morning. It sets at 4.55 tonight. And around the province, uh, the hot spot right now is Maple Creek at plus 4. By the way, the Canadian hot spot is Victoria at 9. On the roundup, Estevan, 0. Saskatoon, minus 4. Swift Current, 0. Weyburn, minus 1. Yorkton is minus 5. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's minus 3. That's 26 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south-southeast at 18. Humidity 74%. The barometer dropping 101.2. Cloudy and moose jaw zero. Winds are from the west-southwest 41, gusting to 50. Once again, Regina cloudy and minus 3. That's 26 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougalauction.com. The vice chair of Sask Wheat and a farmer from Assiniboia, Scott Hepworth, is part of a Cereals Canada trade mission this week to key Durham wheat markets, including Morocco, Algeria, and Italy. In an interview from Algeria today, Hepworth says he flew in from Casablanca, Morocco, and is off to Rome later today. A very busy uh, trip and uh, started off um, in Casablanca, as I said, um, and uh, that meeting went really well. The Moroccans are good uh, good buyers of ours and um, treated us very well and I think we got um, the new crop details out to them. Um, it's an easy story for Durham this year because the quality is so high um, and they're happy to hear that. Um, so the, everything was um, very well in, in, uh, in Morocco. Um, then we held our seminar yesterday um, in Algeria and um, it was nice. Of our, our ambassador to Algeria uh, joined us in the seminar and I think we had about 120 people there. So the market's a little bit different here with the government and then uh, some private um, companies as well. Um, but we, uh, I think we're encouraging and, and, um, and um, we're hoping for, for some results soon um, out of Algeria here. So they're, they're also a, a big buyer of uh, Canadian number one, typically, um, Canadian Western Ever Durham. So um, I think the talks went well. We had some more meetings this morning and, 
And, um, yeah, they, they sent us off with a nice gift of dates. It's a local, um, local treat. So I think I took that as a good sign that, um, that things are good here. So I'm looking forward to Italy. Um, it's a lot more challenging um, discussion there currently. Um, they haven't been buying a whole lot of Canadian Durham here in the past couple of years. So we're, um, we're hoping that, um, that we can have some, some progressive talks with them and um, maybe get some results. Hepworth says convincing Italians to buy Canadian Durham wheat is becoming a challenge because of country of origin labeling. It's also a problem with the consumers. There was a, a campaign held against Canadian Durham that, that really resonated with, with the Italian consumers um, ahead of the cool legislation. Um, so if, if I could find somebody to change the consumer's mind right now on, on the quality and healthiness of Canadian Durham, I, I really hope that, that I can. But that's kind of what we're up against. Uh, um, the consumers right now believe that, that uh, our Durham isn't as healthy as uh, some of our competitors, um, Italia, for, for example. So we'll see. Um, I know we have a good lineup coming. Um, who will be there for sure is yet to, to be known. Um, this is a different location for this new crop seminar um, in Altamira, so um, it's closer to the, the mills there. So I think we're going to have the right people in attendance. And, uh, and again, I mean, we have, a, we have a good story to tell here, a really high-quality Durham. In fact, um, you know, we're, we're kind of looking at it as, as some of the best Durham ever um, growing on, on the Canadian prairie. So it's an easy sell. Um, as far as that goes, but um, that always doesn't lead to some, to some buying. Hapworth says Italians are concerned about glyphosate use, even though Canada has never exceeded the maximum residue level. Not because we've ever exceeded the MRL um, in going into Italy with um, glyphosate on our Durham. In fact, um, Canada has a, has a lower MRL than the European Union, and we've always been under that. Um, but they essentially... Um, aren't satisfied with that, and uh, they they believe I think that we use glyphosate a lot more than we do, and um, they just they don't want to buy Canadian Durham uh, because of it. So, not and I mean you know we're not the only country um, that has pre-harvested uh, Durham um, sent to Italy. This practice happens in in a few markets. Um, they've just targeted Canada being the biggest. Or we were the biggest importer in Italy, and, and they targeted us, and, and um, it's been successful. Hepworth says the trade mission is important because there's a good supply of Durham in Canada. He says the trade mission is in three key markets, which represent up to 60% of Canada's Durham exports. The trade mission started Monday. It wraps up tomorrow. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. Government Relations Minister Warren Kading has approved the new electoral divisions in the RM of McKillop, northwest of Regina. The approval follows a referendum this fall in the, in the RM to determine new electoral divisions. It's actually changed the boundaries with each district in the RM. So any time that a district change, and, and what this has done, it was brought forward by ratepayers that brought it forward in a proper manner and then asked, the RM to make a decision on it, but based through a plebiscite. So asking all members of the uh, of the RM to approve this through a referendum. That referendum was done during the municipal elections at the RM. Uh, everyone had a copy of the boundaries. The boundaries were evident as to what they were going to encompass. So as people were voting, uh, they certainly knew what the boundary lines were, the boundary divisions were. 
and then it was it was approved by the uh, by the voting public that they were going to uh, the majority is going to accept these boundaries, and so then that was submitted to us as government. We looked at it. There was no compelling argument to say that we could not accept this. So we, uh, in the last few days, accepted the boundary revision. And now since that has gone through, that triggers an election because each of the boundary uh, lines have changed. And that will trigger each council then, each council member uh, will now be up for re-election in a by-election on February 27th. And this all follows uh, the results from a dispute between cottage owners and farmers over taxation of recreational property. I would say it's just over concern of representation, uh, being adequately represented uh, at the council table. You know, certainly there was there is many decisions that were made that that we've heard through the media and we've heard through the ministry, and so there was definitely a concern that maybe uh, various ratepayers were not being uh, represented that well at the council table. So then there was they went through the proper channels and came up with where we are today with the uh, uh, with the boundary revision. The election in the arm of McKillop will be held once again Wednesday, February 27th. Regina-based Farm Credit Canada is providing over $100,000 to 4-H clubs across Canada. In Saskatchewan, 27 4-H clubs have received over $13,000. Marty Seymour at FCC says the support is part of a $1 million four-year commitment to develop leadership skills in young people across rural Canada. If you think about FCC, well, you know, anywhere you're going to find agriculture, you're going to find FCC across the country, and 4-H is the same. And it's such a great partner. We're big advocates of helping young farmers in our industry, and the work that 4-H does is a natural fit for FCC values. Uh, at the same time, just as how could we not all get behind what these programs are doing to help young people? So it's designed really to help foster leadership roles? Yeah, you know, the way this this club fund has been structured is local communities apply, local 4-H clubs apply, and they can each receive up to $500. And so we will give away a little over $100,000 to these clubs across the country. This year there's 230-some clubs that, that receive funding, and they use that to drive programming and activities. So it gives them latitude to do what they want to do within their respective areas. They know their business better than anybody. Uh, and for us, it's a way to help support young people and attract people, you know, to the agriculture industry. So, Marty, what are some of the projects that FCC supports for 4-H? You know, these projects, uh, you know, are self-directed. So local clubs would use them for achievement days and, and some programming and product development. And, you know, if anybody was around during Agribition, they heard a big announcement. There was a partnership between uh, FCC, Corteva, UFA, and Cargill all gave money to 4-H to develop a healthy living strategy. So that's another net new program that they're looking to develop outside of this club fund. But it really, we're all sort of getting behind 4-H from the standpoint of it's young people who are doing good work and they're invested in our industry. And frankly, we need a pipeline of strong people in Canadian ag. What a great group out of 4-H Canada. When is the application deadline next open? Yeah, these uh, for those people that uh, are kind of listening and aren't familiar with how this is structured, every uh, early summer, late spring, uh, we take applications and then uh, the fund is uh, closes and uh, the money's given out late fall, as you heard from our announcement. Uh, you know, there's over $100,000 given away to over 200 clubs across the country. Uh, so it, it has big reach. And you have the breakdown for Saskatchewan? The breakdown for Saskatchewan this year was there was 27 clubs uh, received just over $13,000. So, so we're pretty proud of that. And it's $500 per club? Yeah, $500 per club. And like I said, it's been spread across 27 groups across the province. So hopefully that uh, money is making a difference in local communities all across Saskatchewan. Marty Seymour is with FCC in Regina. G3 Canada has announced a new multi-million dollar grain terminal to be built near Morinville, Alberta. 
The terminal will be able to unload trucks in less than five minutes. It will load 150 car trains under continuous motion on a loop track system, keeping grain moving to market. Construction is set to start shortly and be complete in 2020. The Mournville elevator will have a 42,000-ton capacity and will ship grain to a new G3 grain export terminal to be operational by 2020. Construction is underway on new G3 elevators in Maidstone, Saskatchewan, as well as Carmen Gay and Wetaskiwin, Alberta. G3 recently opened new elevators in Melville and Saskatoon. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall as Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola fell ten three dollars ten cents at four forty seven fifty two. Oats dropped twenty two cents at one eighty seven forty nine. Number one red spring wheat increased a dollar thirty five at two fifty eight ninety nine. The rest were unchanged. Durham two hundred eight dollars sixty two cents. Feed barley one ninety two sixty three. Flax four ninety eight twenty nine. Yellow peas, 252.54. And feed wheat, 187.80. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, March wheat is up four and three quarter cents at 5.87 and three quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-4180 or Weyburn, 842-4574. This is Brady Olson at the Cinnaboya Livestock Auction with the market report for December 12th. It was Weyburn's turn this week as your market is still soft on your cows and bulls as your D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.65 cents to 75 D3 cows sold from 55 to 65 and your canner cows sold from $0.40 cents to 55 Slaughter bulls sold from $0.85 cents to 95 for any more market information, give me, Brady Olson, a call at the Cinnaboya Livestock Auction, 642-5358. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 5,600 hogs Wednesday, selling a range of 113 to 140 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,200 head, selling a range of 112 to 138 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was up 31 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.3346. Canadian dollar is currently trading at 74.76 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets came in lower, with all reporting regions lower than the prior session. Packers are having no difficulty sourcing supplies, and subsequently do not have to aggressively bid, which is customary for this time of year. In the meantime, lean hog futures are trading under pressure, as the speculative optimism on China is appearing to fade. Adding to the bearish tone seen this morning was data from the weekly sales report showing that China backed off on purchases of U.S. pork volume seen the previous week and even cancelled a modest amount for the 2019 marketing year. The weather outlook again for today, mainly sunny with winds west 30 gusting to 50, the high plus 1, the low minus 9. Wind chill minus 7 in the evening and minus 16 overnight. Friday sunny with winds southwest 20 gusting to 40, the high tomorrow plus 2, the low minus 1. In Regina, it's cloudy and minus 3, that's 26 Fahrenheit. Winds from the south-southeast at 18. Moose Jaw, cloudy and 0. West-southwest, 41, gusting to 50. Once again, Regina, cloudy, minus 3, that's 26 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.